What's up, everybody? It's your man, Danelle, a.k.a. Small Guy Promotions, a.k.a. Omaha Fatty, coming to you with another podcast episode of What's Up, Omaha? Today, you know, all my guests are great. All my guests are great. But if you have any impact on my kids, if you are instructing my kids, if like whether it's in the classroom or if you're a coach or whatever it is, if you are teaching my kids and you have an impact on my kids' lives, I feel indebted to you. So I'm super excited uh, to welcome my guest today. We've got Coach Curry from uh, Papillion La Vista, wrestling coach, teacher. How are you doing today? Very good, doing great, happy to be here. Thank you for being on. Uh, so, Jamila always comes home and tells me about practice and whatever. So before we get in, in depth into the talk about wrestling, I'd like to talk a little bit about not only are you a wrestling coach, but you're a teacher. And you also have a twin brother who is a wrestling coach and a teacher. And you guys do it at the same school. How did all that come to be? You know, it was kind of unique. We uh, both went to uh, a junior college in California and wrestled. And then we both transferred to UNL after our freshman year. And uh, we're both walk-ons at UNL. And um, uh, actually, my I had some problems with my knees. My twin brother ended up uh, finishing out one year, started a second year, and then just uh, laid up his shoes and wanted to do the college thing and cook and concentrate on school. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's kind of how uh, we kind of got to uh, through our degree. Uh, we both finished up. I stayed here, got a job in Papillion. Uh, and then he actually left and went to California and was head wrestling coach out there in California for about seven years before he came back out to Cal uh, back out to Nebraska. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's actually kind of funny. Uh, you know, we're the uh, uh, Papilla Vista Monarchs and the uh, school that uh, he taught out in California um, is Archbi Archbishop Mitty High School and they're also the Monarchs. So that was kind of cool. Nice. And uh, uh, there was an opening and, um, and at the time in California, he had some bad luck with, you know, house breaking in and uh, just uh, some other circumstances and him and his wife were raising a family and they felt like that wasn't the best place for him. And I raved about Nebraska and I both of us grew up in Northern California and so we uh he got the job and uh shortly later after that we uh we picked up the wrestling program so nice kind of uh it in a nutshell nice so how how many years now have you been a teacher uh, at the school this is my 14th year uh, and I think Chris is going on maybe his sixth year I think there okay um, and then his, this is our fourth or fifth year um, coaching wrestling together. Nice. nice. So how does it feel to, you know, not only teach with your brother, but uh, also coach with him? Um, well, I'm glad I'm not in his neck of the woods. Uh, he teaches history and I teach some health uh, science classes as well as the Education Academy and Leadership Academy. But um, you know, coaching with them is, has been great uh, for the majority of the time. Uh, we're both pretty strong-willed individuals, and we uh, like things done uh, certain ways, and we're, uh, uh, we're pretty passionate about what we do. And so a lot of that, uh, you know, 
we play off each other back and forth. Uh, I go to him for some ideas and he goes to me for ideas. And if, if we don't meet eye to eye, we, we always can rest. Release and uh, just get after each other a little bit. You can, you can find us at practice, you know, every so often, uh, you know, wrestling at each other just to, <laughs> just to work out the bugs. Uh, nice. So that's always a good thing. Nice. That, hey, that's, that's a good way to do it. You know, no punches thrown or anything like that. You know, settle it on the mat. We did it ever since we were little. My, uh, my dad would say, you guys got a problem. You guys wrestle outside on the grass. And so that's what we did. And, and uh, we came back better because of it, I think. But nice. there's been uh, some bloodshed uh, at times with scrap, scratching the faces and, uh, you know, that type of stuff. But we, we keep it pretty fair Yeah, <laughs> for the most part. I have to imagine that there's like a, a really strong bond that comes along with all that. I mean, you guys are already twins, even if you were just, you know, non-twins and, and brothers in the same situation, you would still have a certain bond that, you know, maybe some other people wouldn't get to experience. I mean, I don't know a lot of teachers that have a sibling that teaches at the same school uh, or also coaches at the same school. So it's a very unique uh, situation. Yeah, we uh, growing up, we wanted to be teachers. My dad was a second grade school teacher for, uh, you know, 30 years. And so we knew we wanted to be teachers. We knew we wanted to be coaches. And it just so happened that uh, he went out to California, married a girl. Uh, they stayed out there for a while and then uh, and then came back in Nebraska. And then we had the opportunity to coach and teach together. So it's been good. It's been uh, uh, it's been awesome. The, their family um, coming back here has been great. Just our kids getting together and and uh, just family gatherings are, are a lot more. And since then, I mean, my my parents have moved back out here from California. My uncle, my grandma, my uncle, my aunt and uncle on uh, my dad's side. Um, and then both of their uh, sons have uh, has since married Nebraska kids or Nebraska girls. And so their families are growing here. So nice. the Currys are in full force uh, nice. in Omaha and the surrounding areas. So now it's been good. It's It's been a it's been a good thing. Nice. Well, and you get that a lot. Uh, you know, something that we'll, we'll probably talk about here uh, in the future is food. Um, but you get a lot of people who go um, not just in the food and restaurant industry, but a lot of people who go off to school um, to New York or, you know, California or wherever. And they they get that culinary degree and they, they take their shot out there in the, the big city or whatever, but then they come back and bring their experiences to Omaha. And then it, it brings a nice culture of uh, diversity that we have here in the, in the food industry around the area. But it's not just food. I mean, Nebraska, Omaha is just one of those places where sometimes people, they either stay or they, they move away and they come back. So, you know, that's cool to see. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and you you talk about um, food a little bit, and I know you tried a, a ton of restaurants. I talked to Jamila several times about, you know, the hey, what pizza restaurant are you going to uh, this weekend? Because you guys hit them up all, and and that, that's cool. Those businesses uh, give you shout outs, and and you, you uh, reciprocate that, and that's, you know, that's a that's a two way street. But you know, as far as people coming back to the Midwest, it's it's you know, feels like home. You know, my values were. Uh, uh, I grew up in, uh, you know, my parents, I grew up out in the country. I had orchards all around us. Um, I remember running for days and, and being lost in an orchard field and not knowing what direction to go. And, 
and uh, and shooting BB guns and and doing all those types of fun stuff. But yeah, uh, definitely uh, feels like home out here, like it did in Northern California. So that's that's definitely a plus. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's easy to build on that and get that sense of community uh, with with so many people who are you know used to it. So it, it, it's a great thing. Um, now into the wrestling portion of things. I'm super excited. Uh, you know, as we've talked about before, we've been doing jujitsu for years, uh, and and wrestling is actually what got Jamila excited about doing jujitsu, um, because there were times when she didn't want to go to practice, um, but maybe it was. I think we did wrestling for the kids two days a week or something like that uh, during that time when she was kind of struggling with getting the motivation to go. So wrestling was the first thing that really caught her attention. So being able to actually do it now in high school, uh, it, it, it's exciting to see her excited. So, and I'm glad that, you know, she has some cool coaches that she can go to for help. Yeah. You know, a, with, with the first year of the girls wrestling, uh, it's, it was kind of a trial by fire and I, and I don't know, uh, uh, you know, if we would have done, um, a lot of things differently. I mean, um, you know, with the program and with the girls have been uh, awesome. I mean, they, they have uh, done everything we've asked them to do. Uh, you couldn't ask for better athletes to coach. Um, and I think that's what made the experience just all the better, you know? And I, I remember, cause I didn't meet Jamila until she showed up uh, and I'm like, Oh, we got, we got another girl. We got, got another girl. And I started to get excited and I saw Jamila and she got her glasses on. I got Jamila, you're not, you're not going to be able to wear those, you know, <laughs> so, you know, we get into wrestling around and, and getting to know the girls a little bit. And then uh, she actually took a child development class, not with me, with another teacher, but it was in my room. And I remember going to the back room and getting my lunch and I see her and I'm like, Oh, she's got glasses on. That's Jamila. Jamila, what's going on? <laughs> so giving her a pound and seeing a bright smile on her face was always good. And then seeing her in the wrestling room, just learning all they can. Yeah. Um, Janelle, I got to tell you, we got to thank the people that have actually put us in a spot that we can actually wrestle this year. Uh, you know, if our administration all the way up to, you know, the NSAA with uh, Nebraska sports, I, we hear it from across the board. Um, states aren't wrestling. States aren't doing anything for those kids. And, we are, you know, going back to what we talked about in the very beginning before the show. I mean, this is, we, we live in a great spot and people care about the things that we do. And if it wasn't for those people um, making those tough decisions, uh, then we probably wouldn't be here talking. And yeah. that's a really, really cool thing. Um, we've got a, so where I grew up, Chris and I grew up is Corning, California. And um, there's some uh, past wrestlers that we wrestled with that uh, are coaching the team now and they're texting us and they're, you know, uh, you know, DMing us on Twitter and <laughs> just trying to find all that, that we can. They're living vicariously through us because their season hasn't even started. And, uh, and it, you know, it, that was kind of surreal. I'm like, geez, you guys, you guys going to be starting up here soon, but man, they're no word. And, um, and you know what, I think they, there's a way that you could do it um, a safe way. Like we, we did. Yeah. Why other States don't do that. That's might be it for another uh, for another show. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's crazy. I mean, 
last year was one thing where kids were missing out on, you know, the developmental years, but to come into, you know, a new year and still have that, those issues, it, it, it's, it's tough. So yeah, it, it is cool to see that the kids have some kind of outlet to participate in because I can't imagine kids having to sit around the house all day, every day, because they can't go out and, and do stuff. Like these are the years that their brain is, their, their brains are still developing and, you know, they need that social interaction and, you know, it's really important. So these are like the crucial years for a lot of kids. And yeah, I'm just, I'm just glad that there was some, some way, especially since we weren't doing jujitsu where she was getting exercise and she was like learning a new thing, a new sport. And I think one of the coolest things about it uh, was that it wasn't something that we pushed on her, or, you know, asked her about. She came to us about it, said, hey, you know, Emma's wrestling. Uh, I think I'm going to sign up too. And, you know, I, I got to go to this meeting and whatnot. So once we got all that figured out, she was she was good to go. And, you know, I, I'm more on the cautious side because I'm a, people call me a germaphobe anyway. <laughs> so I've, I've always had like, yeah, I've always had hand sanitizer and stuff on me. So just, I'm like, I don't mind not being around people right now, but if that's what you want to do, cool, that <laughs> you can go ahead and do that. Hey, you know, for, you know, just as you were uh, talking, it made me think, you know, from the parents' point of view, I mean, this is a new sport. This is a new, you know, uh, environment for her, um, you know, in a way, you know, but as a parent, you probably had some, you know, you know, reluctancies or, you know, gosh, are we really making the right decision sending her, you know, to something totally new? Um, yeah. So as a coach, man, I, I commend you as a parent to just be like, hey, yeah, if she wants to do it, let's see her. And if it doesn't work out, we can always do other things. But, you know, I wish a lot of parents would have your perspective in it that try something new is okay. Yeah. And, you know, we can learn and we can love and, you know, we can get better through a lot of different things, not only the sport, but just being able to relate to people and, and just the, the power of trying something new, I think is huge. So, yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. And, and I think sports, I mean, you, you would know, you know, sports are a great way for kids to not only have a challenge, but as a parent, I don't, I mean, of course I want my child to do well that's not a question but at the same time I kind of don't mind seeing her lose either because I want her to experience what that is like I want her to know how it feels to loss and not to, to lose and I, I hope that it, it motivates her to do those extra reps you know and practice and whatnot and, and just do those extra things like I'm, I'm telling her in the off season listen if you're going back you know what it is now. You know that these girls are tough and they're strong. So you have to push yourself to get better too. So we can lose, you know, however many in the first year or two. But as long as we learn and build on that and, and, and get better and know what, what it takes to get better. So, and, and that's, that goes to great coaches, uh, helping them see and keep them motivated, uh, you know, along the way. I mean, just speaking uh, from Jamila, what a difference from the first match, match all the way through. I mean, uh, you know, you couldn't ask for a better more, uh, you know, a better situation and, and just her growth and learning. I think the girls exponentially got better. 
um, did it always show on the mask? Probably not so much. You're up in the stands, you're like, oh my gosh, why didn't she just take that leg? The leg is right. <laughs> you know, I, I'm just as frustrated uh, as you. I'm like, gosh, but you know what? With, you know, like you said, more mat time and more experiences and, and getting in the weight room and getting a little bit stronger has uh, that confidence factor. I think uh, all the girls will be um, just exponentially better uh, in years to come. And it's good that they're getting in so young. You know, we had one junior on the team uh, and three freshmen. Um, I went and watched the junior high wrestle on Tuesday. They got two awesome girls coming up and um, we're excited to have those two girls. I think they've got some other ones that tried out and then uh, decided not to. And, you know, and that's, that's the thing, you know, but hopefully we get some more girls up uh, and we can mold them and, and really just help them out uh, and grow uh, in those early years as they're a freshman. And hopefully as a senior, they're placing a state, winning a state, and then we can bring home some titles that way, but got to do the work first and, and got to put in the time first to get that done. Yep. So how does that go in high school? Uh, I know you said that you saw that there's uh, a couple of girls in eighth grade who are uh, on the wrestling team. Uh, is there anything where you're kind of like doing some sort of recruiting of the kids who are coming, coming through? So we're pretty fortunate. We've got the junior high that, that we work really, really close with. We have a high school coach, uh, Jason Boatwright, who also coached that to junior high, uh, junior high. He's a teacher there as well. And so that bridge between the high school uh, and the junior high has been really, really good. Um, there is two wrestling clubs, one that's out of our um, out of our school called the Wrestling Factory. And then there's another one across the street called MWC. Yep. MWC has practice specifically for girls. Um, I am not sure exactly what their numbers are from what I've heard year or maybe two years ago. Uh, so I think their numbers are just growing. Um, the sport actually went from the state tournament two years ago, uh, or not this year, but last year was like 107 girls and there are 180 girls at this tournament. I mean, I don't know a faster growing sport other than that. And they're seen it in Iowa, they're seen it in Minnesota, uh, it, all in the Midwest. And so, and, and around, I guess I can't speak for California too much and some of those outside uh, states, but uh, it's a fast growing uh, sport with, with a lot of potential. And you see in the Olympics and those girls are getting a lot more fame. Jordan Burroughs, a great ambassador of wrestling is supporting those girls. And he goes to final X's and do, does, uh, you know, uh, outings with wrestling tournaments and there's girls wrestling right uh, in bouts right next to him and right after him. And, and so that's only going to just enhance that support as it grows. Yeah. And I, I know for us, you know, one of our, well, actually two of our coaches at the dojo uh, through the years, they would always talk to Jamila about wrestling and uh, the possibilities for the future and how once she got around to this age, how she could start wrestling with the school and um, talking about having those conversations about college and scholarships and whatnot. So, uh, you know, we're fairly confident that if Jamila wants to go to school uh, or to college, that she'll have a have an academic scholarship uh, of some sort, but it I told her I said it wouldn't hurt for you to have you know some kind of sport on there as well if if you know you want to have the best opportunities uh, for where you decide to go. Yeah, you know it's uh, you know it's, you're speaking about jujitsu and and so let me backtrack a little bit. So we went to uh, West Valley 
uh, college in San Jose, or actually in Saratoga there between San Jose and San Francisco. Lived with an uncle. It was an awesome experience. When I was a uh, when I was a freshman, we had a kid named BJ Penn. Ah, wrestling nice. team. So I am sure that name drop, uh, you'd be familiar with that. And so wrestling him, now he joined our team and just wanted to learn wrestling because he was going to get into fighting and things like that. And, he, you know, BJ Penn, he's – he does. He knows submissions. He knows. Yeah. Just knows that stuff. I mean, he's the pinnacle. Uh, wrestling him, um, he would always fall to his butt and then like try to like wrestle us like on the ground. He <laughs> yeah. really good at the ground, but didn't know how to take shots. And he, I wrestled at one forty nine uh, in college, and he wrestled at one fifty seven. So every once in a while, I get an opportunity to wrestle him. Yeah. But what a good dude! Uh, and uh, my brother actually, when he stayed out in California, uh, actually when he. When we graduated from Nebraska, he went out there. Chris went to a bunch of his fights and and still has his shirt. You'll have to ask him next time you uh, – you... <laughs> That's pretty cool. Your BJ Penn shirt. And, uh, you know, so that's pretty cool. So the sport is pretty linked to, to wrestling in a lot of ways. Yeah, and it's it, it's so good for – a lot of times in jiu-jitsu, like you were saying, those those takedowns you're not familiar or used to taking those shots so wrestling is so good and you you can tell like there's a lot of guys who are good at jujitsu but when you get a guy who who's got wrestling uh experience it's kind of a different ball game because wrestlers I've always said it coming up through my years wrestlers and farmers are like the strongest guys ever, <laughs> like just always. And so then you have the wrestling farmer and it's just like, bro, like, I don't even know what to do with you. Like, I can't even move you at all. So those guys are like really good with they're like, they're, they may not necessarily be good at jujitsu, but like their face and like their balance and everything is really good. So they're used to being on those levels and staying low. And the even if they don't know any submissions, they, they're able to take you down to the mat and try to get in a better position. So it's it's great to see it be, uh, you know, kind of linked in a partnership between the two sports. So, Yeah, absolutely. You know, we don't uh, teach too much jujitsu. We've had some, uh, oh, what was it, like four or five years ago, we had a kid and I can't think of the name for the life of me. Um, talk about some mixed martial arts stuff because um, we had some seniors that were to go off and and try to get in that arena. And um, I, I can't think of the kid's name, the guy's name, but they came in, but showed us showed us a couple holds and did a couple of things as far as you know uh, that miss mixed martial arts stuff. But um, pretty cool stuff. Yeah, yeah, and and again, I, I just love the wrestling and. Uh, it, it puts you in such a good spot when you, because you're every everybody's starting on on their feet. Yeah, like you said, BJ Penn. Some people go down to their butt or whatever. They try to pull guard, but all the matches start off on the feet. So you got to figure out how to get it down to the mat. So having that wrestling background is just so crucial. Uh, and, and those guys are, are really good. Now I asked Jamila, like, is it kind of like for her brain? Is it kind of confusing after having so many years of jujitsu? And then trying to switch to, to wrestling mode, like, you know, you don't want to be on your back in wrestling, but in jujitsu, you're perfectly fine being on your back. And she's like, yeah, there's some times where, you know, it just takes me a second to, like, think about what I'm doing because I, I want to do jujitsu. So that's crazy, too. <laughs> yeah, you know, you know, with the girls being the 
come off the mat and, you know, with guys, I'm like, Hey, um, did you, did you, did you see the opening with the shot? You know, did you see the elbow up? Did you see him step? Um, you know, did you see your timing stuff that you could take a shot? And normally they're like, Oh, you know, I missed it. And then you go over there and you tell them that, Hey, every time you, you know, you lift in the elbow, there's your shot on that side, you know, with the, the girls this year, them being brand new, it's like, um, Hey, so, you know, what do you think happened? Did you, did you know, you know, what move were you trying? You know, you kind of ask them questions to where their thought process, you know, I get that blank look, like, I don't even know what happened. I don't even know how I got in that situation. And, yep. you know, they keep going and it's like, okay, all right, well, let's go watch film. Let's see, let's check it out. And that's another thing with the girls. They, they wanted to learn, you know, and they said, thank you after they, they learned something or you told them something, um, you know, and, you know, that's a tribute to having good parents too. I mean, you know, when you have a person that gives you information or gives you something, you say, thank you. Every time that person's going to give you more information. That's a, that's going to be a merry-go-round for success. And, and you can see that uh, with yeah. a lot of the girls and what they learned. And, you know, Jamila didn't even know what a fireman's carry was at the very beginning. And now she did it a couple of times at state to some girls to, to like absolute perfection. Um, and one of them was on the highlight that was tweeted out and uh, that type of stuff. I mean, I was like, yes, that's yes, you're getting it. So uh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. It, and it is. And she, <laughs> when I saw her do it, because she, she actually told me after your practice, when you guys were teaching the fireman's carry, she told me about it. And I, I think she had did it a couple of times in jujitsu, but not, she she went through a period uh, in jujitsu where when she started, she was like the smallest kid, but over the eight, nine years, she ended up being the oldest kid and long, longest tenured kid. So she couldn't do all of the stuff that they were going over in, uh, in, in training because the kids weren't, some of the kids weren't as big as her. So it was cool to see, like, not only her take in that information and tell me about it after practice, but then go out and do it. And I know, <laughs> I know in the match that she, she did it. Um, she kind of went to the well one too many times and the girl stuffed it the last time, but she was excited that she did it and she didn't know how it looked in her head. So being able to go back and see it, she was really excited. Like, and, and when I saw her do it, I was, I was so happy for her. Like, it was just, it was wonderful to see. And you were saying about the highlight reel, um, when she was making hers, how you had the girls make their own highlight reel. Uh, there were a couple reversals and things that she had on hers. And she goes, I don't even know how that happened. <laughs> She's just like, I don't even know. My, my, it's like my body just moved. And I said, well, yeah, when you practice that stuff every day, I mean, you get in into a groove where you you just react without thinking. Like that's why you practice. That's why you have to get ten thousand reps or whatever, so you can do stuff like that and you have that faster reaction time. <laughs> but yeah, Absolutely. it was definitely cool. Yeah, and in our uh, our girls, uh, they practiced with our JV uh, team, and it was great that we had perfect, you know, even numbers. You never want to leave anybody out. Thing the guys did, you know, and so. You know, when our guys were doing sprints, they were doing sprints. When they were doing up-downs, they were doing up-downs. And so we, uh, you know, our philosophy is that, you know, if you're a wrestler, you're a wrestler. You know, you're not a girl wrestler. You're not a guy wrestler. You're a wrestler. And um, I think the mentality is the same. I mean, it, are they going to be new to the sport? Are, are things going to be slower and, you know, maybe a little step-by-step? -step? 
absolutely. And, you know, as a coach, I think you have to understand that and realize that, um, you know, but then also push and innovate and, you know, give stuff that you did before and, and learn new things to just keep things health and fresh, you know, fresh and new, and then you'll see good results. And hopefully this continues. We've seen, um, you know, just with that philosophy, we've seen a lot of wrestlers do really, really well, you know, and, you know, case in point, we had a kid senior this year, never placed at the state. Um, he went every year and didn't place at state. Mm-hmm. Um, and this year, uh, he go. He had a winnable match. Was going against a sophomore first round in their sixteen man, man brackets, and um, he our guy got second uh, at district. So he was wrestling a kid that got third in another district. He lost his first match, and it it a loss in the first round and having to wrestle back is really really tough. And I don't care what sport it is. And the pressure. You know, and I told him and I said, I said, this, do, you know, that match doesn't define you. You know, let's go out there and let's do our thing. You know what you're capable of doing. Um, let's just take it one match at a time, one score at a time, and just keep moving forward. And he won his next match. He won his next match after there. And then he had to, his heartbreak match. So he had to win three more just to get into the medal round to place. Mm-hmm. And I went through all of class A and out of all the wrestling 14 weight classes, 16 guys uh, in each weight class, there were only three kids that went or went all the way and placed after losing their first match. And he was one of them. Nice. And not just a testament to him, but just a testament to, hey, I, this is my road. It's always been tough. Um, I know I'm not the best. But I know I work hard, and I know I deserve it, and um, and he forged his way through. So that was a shining star in in the grand scheme of state. I mean, there are a lot of because it's a roller coaster of emotions because it's the last tournament, and sometimes you just don't know who's going to show up and who's going to uh, you know get the best of you because you know some people are on. Um, you know, winning streaks or losing streaks or, you know, their confidence is up, their confidence is down. And shoot, we can have another session talking about that too, but with athletes and being able to compete because that's just the mental game of sports is, is just a huge part. I mean, you see so many different teams and athletes, you know, ha- acquiring a coach and getting them to talk through their situations. And we do some visual visualizations and we try to do as much as we can, encourage kids to have journals and things like that when they write uh, you know, just write about their experience so that, you know, make sense of it so they can get through it and then work on, uh, you know, new stuff. But that's yeah. a huge deal. Yeah. And and you, I like how you said, uh, you know, it's not, you know, girl team, boy team. It's, it's, it's the wrestling team. And I know, uh, you know, last week when State was going on, Jamila, you know, felt for uh, one of the seniors uh, who she thought was going to make it to, you know, the finals and he lost, I think Cole, maybe. Yep. Cole. Yeah. She just felt bad. She's like, I was taking her, uh, wherever I was dropping her off at, at, you know, to go with the girls to, uh, go take her down there. She was just talking about it on the, on the way she goes, Cole lost. Like she's like, I can't, you know, she just was in a state of shock. I think a little disbelief because she's like, he's good. Like he, she thought she knew he was gonna make it through to the next round, so she just couldn't believe that like he didn't make it. 
Yeah, he's one of our leaders. He as uh, a kid that you know he's. trying to count how many, I mean, he had close to 50 matches this year and I can count on one hand how many times he lasted the full six minutes of a match. And, uh, cause he's a pinning machine. Yeah. And this is his time that the interesting thing about Cole is he made the finals when he was a sophomore and, uh, you know, and he faced a really, really good kid, uh, the senior at the time and ended up losing. And then the next year, he was he faced a senior in the semis again and, and, you know, came up short, but battled back and got third. I think this loss was really t message was to him is that again, you know, uh, you're not, you're not wrestling to the sake of winning your wrestling to get to, to show that you're the, you know, that you're dominant, that you're the best and you know, your skills and you're confident in your skills and, just to wrestle your best. I mean, that's what your performance needs to be. And, you know, lucky, luckily there's people that, that lose that semifinal match and then lose, lose. And because they can't handle that loss uh, and that adversary, but um, he ended up losing his next one, but then he came back and won his last one, finished it out the way you need to. And, and I was proud of him for doing that. Yeah. Uh, but then again, you know, he's been through a lot. He's grown up a lot. He's going to wrestle in college. And uh, he's looking for the next chapter, and he's going to do big things. I'm looking forward to watching him in college. He's going to be a destroyer. Nice. Nice. And you guys overall, I mean, like, before this year, you guys have had strong wrestling teams. So <laughs> you guys are, uh, you know, it's, it's no stranger to you guys being, you know, there at the end. You know, I was going to – I was when you, when you told me about uh, about the season, and I wanted to give you some – just some stats on uh, what we're, what we've been doing. So in 2016, 17, we ended up third in our district. We placed sixth in the state with 79 points. We had eight qualifiers. We had um, two thirds, a fifth and a sixth. Uh, the next year we were third in our district, ninth at state had 72 points. The next year after that second at district, eighth at state, 77 and a half points. Last year, we were second in the district, ninth in state, 80 points. So our points have always kind of increased. Uh, this year, uh, obviously, second in district. Man, we were one match away from winning our district, and uh, that was tough. Uh, but then fifth in the state, 103 and a half points. Nice. So, you know, you know, you can only worry about yourself, and we're improving with our points every year when we get to the end. And, you know, the place at state – you know, there's so much uh, switching with uh, athletes going to different schools. Um, mm -hmm. uh, Millard South ended up getting a couple of transfers in to an already stacked team. Yeah, they were killing it. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, uh, you know, they've got uh, two to La Vista on their team. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. But um, so, but the points, you know, going from the 70s to the 80s, now to, to the 100 and just that improvement we're really proud of. So nice. hopefully we continue it. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's all about building like a culture, you know, even through the years, you got the people who are coming back who, you know, they have that experience from the previous year. So they know what, what to expect when they, they come in and hopefully, you know, those are the guys that are setting the example for the new people coming on and uh, just, you know, kind of showing them the ropes and, and letting them know like, Hey, this is how we do it here. Like we, we expect this level of, you know, participation and you, you give in like your best effort, you know, and, and that's one of the things too, like you, 
like you said, we never have put any pressure on Jamila uh, in any of in the sports that she has done. Like, just do your best. Like, I don't care if you. I want to see you win, but I, it's not the end of the world if you don't win. Just go out there, do your best, have fun, and learn. And like I said, like she she walked away without any injuries whatsoever or anything like that. I mean, she, she did complain about some soreness in her knee, but she didn't have any actual injuries. And I, I don't even think that she, I mean, she had different scrapes and stuff, which was kind of cool. I said, you should be proud of that. You got that black eye. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> like, so knows. yeah. Yeah. Like all that stuff is just like, no man, that, that stuff is fine. Like just, enjoy it and experience it and, and just it's all about growth and and find out try those different things to find out what you like if you if you love wrestling now and you decide that it's not for you and you don't want to do it again that's fine just you have to do something and, and again she was she was so excited about it and she didn't even want to stop practice you know when the boys kept going she said I hope they let us like I told you I, I hope they let us keep going to practice like I, I don't want to stop practicing right now <laughs> I I've been around the sports uh I mean coaching for 14 years and I've never ever had any athletes at the end of the season want to continue as bad as those girls wanted to continue. And it wasn't just one, it wasn't just two, it was every single girl and they had smiles on their faces. Uh, and I, I mean, I was like, on the bus ride home, they, and even before the bus ride home, they wanted to talk about, Hey, when can we get back in the wrestling room? When can we continue? Uh, and I'm like, I don't even know what to tell him. I mean, can we have him back in the room? And he's like, yeah, well, I mean, you know, we're going to have varsity go that last week and, you know, week and a half or whatever. But, yeah, they can continue. We still got a JV meet. They can continue to roll around and have some fun. And then um, we do have a banquet coming up on Tuesday. Um, I believe it's 7 o'clock, 7.15, something like that. Uh, and uh, we'll be able to recognize those girls for their effort and and the guys, too, and show some highlights and really just kind of culminate the year and, and celebrate because uh, there's a lot of things to celebrate, not only just having a season, the very basic of having a season, but having matches and having referees and having fans and getting able to do our thing. Um, but uh, to have our athletes go do those things, uh, you know, like winning tournaments and, and, and just winning medals and, and all those things that come around with it, but also learning uh, about the sport and learning about each other and learning about themselves that's huge you can't you can't put a money value on that yep yep and you know <laughs> she was uh when you guys told the girls about the jackets oh uh, or the varsity uh letter I don't even I can't recall a time where I've seen her get so like emotional about something like I think she uh, she might not watch this so she may have cried <laughs> she may have cried after you guys announced that so that that to me I mean I already knew that she cared about it but that was like she really cares about this and she really is invested into wrestling so you know I, I couldn't ask for anything else I, I'm just happy to see her you know take some pride into what she's doing and uh, you know she never gets down about the stuff or you know when you guys are talking to her and or the girls and you know maybe she didn't do something right she I've never seen her get down about it she might get frustrated that she didn't do something well enough 
but there's never a thing where I don't think I've ever really heard her complain about wrestling the whole season. Like, so oh. it's just, it's crazy. That, yeah, that's uh, attitude. I mean, that's all four of them, you know, and their, their attitude has been just awesome. I, I, Chris, uh, we, so Chris and I are in the, the district and we're coaching and uh, Boat, Boat Wright is also a teacher in the district and he coaches with us. And then we have like three or four volunteer guys, um, including Coach Schuster, who's our female wrestler um, that is helping out the girls. Um, but she's got a job that's not like a teacher. So she's, you know, here some days and not other days. Uh, and so I kind of, I kind of was the guy that's been around. Chris had to run practice there. And so when the girls are at tournaments, like, hey, we need somebody to drive the van. Scott, you know, you got to do it. And so, you know, the, I did it for the first couple of times. I'm like, I don't know what to expect. Are these girls going to have fun? Yeah. And, just want their experience to be fun and positive and going to that first uh, tournament at uh, Springfield um, you know we we're all in the van it was kind of quiet and they're kind of on their phones and I just wanted to liven up uh, the just the mood and just kind of get a gauge of where they were at and I said hey did you guys did you guys bring your extra socks did you uh, did you get your extra socks because you as a wrestler your feet are going to sweat and it, you know you need to then we, we told you that, you know, you need to bring extra socks and you switch out your socks every match. And you should have seen their faces on their, uh, you know, they just were like in disbelief, like they didn't <laughs> have what they required, you know. And I was like, and I told the other coach and I kind of winked at her and she's like, yeah, you got to have your extra socks. We told you guys. What, I mean, what are you talking about? And then next thing I see them like texting their parents and I knew it wasn't going to be a big deal. So I was like, guys. Don't worry about the extra socks. It's not about extra socks. Yeah, I just played yeah. a joke on them. And uh, before you know it, no. Socks for me. She doesn't know why, but she's going to bring extra socks. And I'm like, tell her not to bring extra socks. I'm just joking with you, but they're having fun with it. And that's just another story along with a lot of other stories that we had. Yeah. Uh, but great group of girls. I'm looking forward to next year. And, uh, and, just, and I'm looking forward to the off season and seeing them grow. Um, it's funny, you know, girls don't normally talk about their weight, but it seems like they talk about their weight a lot more to me than they ever probably wanted to or ever thought about talking to another male about their weight. Uh, yeah. But they're proud of it. It's like a badge of honor. Yeah. And I will tell you, uh, Jamila enjoyed the the rides and uh, she would talk about you singing and <laughs> just whatever. <laughs> she, she, she did enjoy it. And I think that really was some crucial bonding time for her. She actually got mad at me at at, at state when we stayed in York and she couldn't ride back. And I said, man, I didn't know that that would be a big deal to you. Like I said, if we go home, it's going to be, you know, 11 by the time you get to bed, probably like we're just trying to save you some, some travel. And, and she just like, we should have just planned it. So she could have came back with one of the other girls and stayed or something because she was not happy the whole night. <laughs> I think she was still mad at me the next day. And, yeah, and my wife's like, it's it's not about that. It's about the bonding time with her team. I was like, oh, sorry. Like, I, I didn't know. Yeah, those those Van Rye. No, I mean, it was a period of time where I didn't hear a peep from them because they're all on their phones. And then after that, it was like, uh, coach, turn, turn the channel. Let's play the music game. And then I'm playing the music game, doing the dial and and uh, they're singing about every other song and knowing the words to it. And I mean, 
I like to sing every once in a while, but I'm horrible at it. Uh, so don't Man. ever record me. <laughs> Man. Now, I'm sure that made it all the more fun. And, uh, you know, they, I can say that she really enjoyed it. And uh, I, I'm happy to have her back into it next year. So uh, I, I know she's excited and ready. And, uh, you know, like you, we want to see what happens next year. And, and not just for Jamila, um, for all of the all of the even the boys, like all of the wrestlers, uh, I found myself being so into these meets when I didn't think that I would be. And even when there's not like a Papillion Monarch on the mat, there's just a, a couple of random schools. I still find myself and like the other parents in the stands were still like cheering for people and like telling them, what to do. oh, oh, do this or do that. No, no, turn into her, turn into her, you know. And it's like, we don't have a dog in the fight. Like, we're we're just enjoying, like, I, never in a million years would I have known that I would have been so interested in, in high school wrestling. And uh, like I told you, it, it was an eye-opener for me. Um, yes, I've seen girls who compete in jujitsu, but there, there, there didn't seem to be a ton of girls around for Jamila to watch or do jujitsu. So that's one cool thing about the wrestling is there's so many other girls that she can see. Um, and she's always been good about making friends at tournaments and stuff. So she made some this year at different schools and, and just seeing all their, the, the grit and the toughness of some of these girls. Like, I'm like, I don't think I would want to step on the mat with that girl. Like she, she that girl is tough. So it, it's just, it was cool to see. So I'm thankful and appreciative that we got to, uh, see that and my wife got to see a couple even though she works all the time uh during the evenings or on the weekends when these meets are she was able to catch a couple so it was nice yeah hopefully uh you know we'll have a full season it was kind of fly by the seat of our pants see some of these tournaments would get canceled and then we're trying to find other tournaments because we want to give these girls mat time and I mean I imagine it was just a nightmare for a parent because it was a nightmare for me too usually the schedule gets all laid out and we know exactly what's going on and where to go and whether we're taking a bus or a van or whatever, but you know, this COVID time, both guys and girls at uh, tournaments and mats where our meets were being canceled left and right. We're trying to reschedule and, and uh, it's just been, it was tough uh, as far as a season like that. It didn't, it didn't have to be that demanding uh, as far as uh, the schedule portion, but it was tough and a hey, credit to our ADs and our, you know, the ADs of all the schools and, and the principals for having that, uh, just that, uh, that caring, that passion to get the sport across. And, you know, I mean, just, you know, basketball and football and all the sports just to make them happen was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, as a parent in the, the lack of communication with <laughs> my, my teenage daughter at some points, I'm saying, you know, I, I'm trying to get stuff in line ahead of time. So I know what's going on. And, and Jamila just sometimes would not know where she, she something would get lost because she didn't get it directly from you guys. She, get, she heard it from another girl on the team or something. And then that was not, <laughs> not what it was for all of that. And I mean, those little instances, it was so still worth it. And I, and nothing else I can say aside from thank you to you and all the coaching staff uh, for teaching our kids, man. Like I, I appreciate it so much. Like, <laughs> and, and you guys did a great job. I appreciate it. I'll, I'll let uh, the other guys know and, and uh, Allison know um, they uh, deserve as much credit as I do. And, and uh, I mean, they're walking by giving pointers and, 
showing them moves and, and doing all those kind of technique things and, and then giving them that forwarded on and, and I appreciate it. We appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm looking forward. I was kind of nervous, like, like you touched on earlier. I was kind of nervous going into the season, didn't know what to expect because I was never really like a, a team guy or a sport guy in, in high school. So, uh, you know, it's a growing thing for me as a parent also. So next year we'll, we'll come back and we'll know what to expect a little more and uh, we'll just be ready to roll. <laughs> Let's do it. Before we go, we have to talk a little bit about the food, though. Favorite restaurant? What's your favorite restaurant? Ooh. Uh, well, I mean, it's a tough question. <laughs> for a certain type, then I've got certain restaurants I go to. Uh, I, I mean, if I, if it's a Saturday uh, for lunch or, uh, and I need something, uh, I'm probably going to go get a burger at Stella's. I love that place. I, we just were there last week. Oh my God. That play, and the good people. I mean, the ladies there are awesome. Um, if, um, I, my favorite food is, is Mexican food. Nice. Um, I, I love Mexican food. Um, we used to go to Cantina Laredo a bunch, uh, at Midtown, uh, before. Uh, my wife and I really love that place, but, uh, you know, I'll try anything. Um, we, uh, we really like, um, uh, what's the place in Shadow Lake. Uh, we actually re recently ate at the uh, El Chicano. Uh, and God, it was a horrible snowy day. What's that? Was it El Chicano? Yeah, yeah, El Chicano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty good. Got some street tacos and, and it was delicious. Um, Ollie and Hobbs is good. Um, God, what are some other places? I love breakfast places. There's a place in uh, Millard that makes like homemade Pop-Tarts. So they're, they're like... Ooh. They're, they're really, really good. Um, it, if you have it, it's on uh, Q Street and probably 156th. Um, really, really good. Okay. Um, there's a breakfast place also in uh, Springfield Platteview downtown, and I forget the name of it too, but it's the only breakfast place down there. That place is legit. Nice. Yeah, I you know – yeah, I mean, there's just too many to mention. Yeah, yeah, there is. I mean, don't no, tell me yours. What What do you like? Oh man, uh, tell me where do I where do I need to go? Well, my my I always say my food home, and the reason that I am the Omaha fatty is Golden Bowl Chinese out in Bellevue. Uh, they even have a menu item that they deemed uh, the Danelle special. Uh, it's a giant crab rangoon. It's the size of four individual ones, but it's just one big one. Uh, and it just happened because we were joking about it one day. And he said, you know what? No, we'll call it the, the, the Danelle Special. Uh, okay. <laughs> so um, that is my food home. But oh, like you said, there's so many places. Oh, man. I, I And it's so hard because some places do certain things. I mean, they're not all the same. So they do. They have one thing that they do or that they're known for that's different from a different or another place. Yeah. <sighs> uh, Man, sushi, we've been going to, like, that's probably one of our favorites. Uh, we go to Ahi Sushi more often than we go to any of the other sushi places. Um, Is that in Bellevue? No, it's out on uh, 124th and Center, 120th and Center, something like that. Oh. Yeah. Okay. It, 
that one's uh, really that place is really good, and they have uh, ramen also. So we'll get some sushi and get some ramen. So we'll we'll kill two birds. Um, Absolutely. Pizza, you know, since we're doing the pizza tour, um, you know, the top three are virtuoso uh, out there on 156th and center. Um, or not, no, virtuoso is in Benson. Paisans is out on 156. Uh, that That is one. And then I rediscovered how good Lighthouse Pizza is. Oh, yeah. Tour. Oh, man. That stuff was really good. Um, burgers. We, you know what? For as much as we like Stella's, we don't go there enough. I went there last Friday because the girls were doing the Lent uh, thing with the fish fry. Oh, yeah, I, yeah. I didn't want fish, so I went and got a burger from Stella's. So, so that was really good. Um, there's just, I don't know. Like you said, there's just so many good places to go eat. I, I try to support local as much as possible. Um, Grecian Euros, I actually just went there tonight because Mitzi, oh. my wife, and the girls went to Anthony's for a uh, celebration for my brother-in-law. I assume that it went well. He was proposing to his girlfriend tonight. Oh, that's big you know, news. Afterwards. Yeah, yeah. Congrats. That's... So I said, well, if they're going to go eat out, I need to eat out too. And I just, my default, because it's close uh, and it's good, is Grecian Euros right there next to Genesis uh, by yep. the school. Uh, yep, yep, yep. We've been there. And then Mexican food. I, I like to, like I said, local El Vallarta over there is our oh, favorite Mexican food around here. So, yeah, those are probably my, my go-tos. Um Barbecue, oh, it's, it's it's hard for the barbecue because you got Papio Pit, but then there's Porky Butts. Porky Butts is just so far away. There's no quick way to get to 160th or 156th in Maple from Papillo. Sure. So, but that's pretty good. They've got right. uh, another barbecue place down there on like 48th and Center is Wayne's New School Barbecue. Uh, oh, that would probably be one of my favorite barbecue places. So yeah, I'm all over the place. <laughs> you ever go to Benson? Uh, what's it called? Right across the street from the school in the park. Um, the Heartland or Heartland Barbecue? Yeah. You know what? I I almost went there last or this past Sunday, uh, but I ended up going to Jim's Rib Haven in oh. North Omaha. See, I, I was supposed to go out to this food truck called Tilly's. A stick barbecue. Uh, I don't know if it's every Sunday that they're out in Bellevue, but they opened at 12. And I think I left and got there about 1.15-ish. And I didn't see the truck. So I sent them a message and they're like, with all the snow, we didn't pack a heavy load and we thought we weren't going to really get anybody. We sold out already. <laughs> so... So we were not awesome. You got to miss out, but yeah, yeah. I was like, you know what, man? Hey, that's fine. That just means that it's good. I'll come back. Uh, but I already had the mindset that I wanted barbecue. So we decided to try someplace new. And there was like, uh, it was going to either be Heartland, uh, Jim's Rib Haven, or Boxer uh, Barbecue out in Council Bluffs. 
they were all about 18 minutes away. So I just said, I'll just go to Jim's Rib Haven. So I need to try that out. I, I love ribs. I, I mean, I go to KC and Ooh. down there, but I need to, I mean, I've been to um, uh, the place in Bellevue. I, I mean, I've been to Papio Pits. That's awesome. I've been to um, what it uh, will smoke you in Gretna. Um, I've been to uh, what's the one in Bellevue? Swine dining. White swine dining. Yep, mm-hmm. went went there. Um, yeah, I've been all over. And now, now since I've got a smoker, it's. I mean, I cook a lot of my food, so it's nice. it's tough to when you can cook it. The you know, yeah, good to eat out too. But yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I need to get you some of my ribs. Oh man, you you speaking my language? <laughs> yeah. Man, I, I've just found that uh, I did one uh, this last summer where I, there's a barbecue tur- tourist. Uh, Ryan Cooper is his name, and he's big, big barbecue guy, and he had teamed up with this other, I can't remember the other name of the the barbecue place, but they were together on a Sunday making ribs. And I was like, Ooh, you know, I already have some ribs sitting out in the fridge and I had never done this before. Usually I just throw, like, I'm not a huge barbecue. I just throw them on the grill, but I threw them on the grill in foil, brought them back in, did the butter and like the apple cider, on top and threw them back out there. Oh, these ribs were so good. So good. So that sounds good. Oh yeah. Throw some, I think That's I threw brown sugar. <sighs> I get so excited about food. <laughs> well, coach, I got a lot to, I got a lot to learn. I got a lot to learn. Uh, I was going to say, I got a lot to learn about, uh, about the eateries around here. I watched your podcast. Uh, I forget what it was a couple of weeks ago about Papio Eats. I need to check that out. Um, all the, uh, all well. good, all good food. Um, I don't know who is in that. It's downtown Papillion, isn't it? Oh, let's eat. Let's eat. Oh, let's eat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that sounds like a, yeah, it's, it's a pop-up experience. I need to check that out. Yeah. It, uh, they have usually on Fridays, I think they're doing some Saturdays now, but, uh, they'll have a different restaurant coming and pop up. Uh, like, I think this week, tomorrow, I think they're doing Thai food. So it, it's really cool. She, The owner, uh, Jeannie, she just wants to get some diversity in in Papillion. Uh, you know, she, her ex-husband, I believe, uh, is Indian. So she, you know, had a lot of Indian food and she loves it. And she was like, I don't know of any place around here that has Indian food. So I want to bring Indian food to Papillion. So she's had, she uh, had one business lined up, but something happened the week that they were supposed to come out. And I connected her to the guy that I know over at, at Astoria, Omaha. So they came out and I just saw that they're uh, scheduled to come out again. So it's cool to see that stuff. <laughs> what, what, a, what are you or, you know, type of eatery that you can bring in people from all over the place and, and really give this area another feel. So I think that's a great idea. Great concept. Yep. Yep. So, you know, there's a couple around town, but you know, it's, it's cool. I mean, and 
for the restaurants that are doing it, it gives them some more exposure into areas that they're not in. So people might go out and support them at their location. So I think it's a win-win. <laughs> for sure. Well, I don't want to take take any more of your night, man. Uh, you know, I'm so grateful again for you guys and everything that you do for the kids there at the school and uh, not just on the, the mats, but in the classrooms as well. And, uh, you know, I always have had a, a big respect for teachers because I can barely deal with my two kids and you guys deal with everybody else's kids. Like, I don't even know how you do it. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, again, thank you guys for everything. Uh, tip my hat to you and uh, I'll just give you a moment to say any final statement that you would like to say to whoever might be listening or watching. Well, I, I mean, I just would like to say, you know, thanks for uh, the people that support uh, sports and youth programs and are with kids and, you know, uh, positivity will, will shine through and, and um, just being able to be in the position um, that I'm in at Papillion and having, the backing with leaders there at Papillion, um, all the way up to our um, superintendent, all the way down to our principal and AD. I, you know, you can't give those people enough credit for doing the behind the scenes work. So, you know, that myself and all the other coaches and, uh, you know, we can do our thing. So um, got to give them thanks. I also want to thank you for being supportive of your daughter. You know, that I don't know if I would be as supportive of uh, my daughter trying a new sport that close together in a COVID year. I mean, there's just lots of variables there. So um, I appreciate your bravery. Um, and uh, with Jamila, we had an even number of athletes. So everybody got an opportunity and they're right around the same weight, which made it yeah. even better. So um, just, I appreciate you uh, just having that forefront and that mindset that, hey, we're gonna go out and grow and we're gonna get better. And it doesn't matter what it is, but we're gonna move forward. Um, yeah. And thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Keep supporting. Keep doing your thing. Um, man, all, all props to you and, and just keep doing it. Man, thank you. And I will say that it was more Jamila than me, than, than my confidence. She wanted to do it so badly that I was like, okay. I, and I, <laughs> I did ask her a few times. I go, how does this make sense? You stopped doing jujitsu because of COVID, but now you want to wrestle. Like, how make this make sense for me, Jamila? I don't understand. And she's like, huh? it doesn't I? make sense. Yeah. yeah. But you know what? It, it's totally fine. And, and, you know, I know all the precautions you guys take and whatnot. So um, I'm just happy that she had, again, an outlet and uh, such cool people to learn from and uh, cool teammates to have uh, uh, surround her and, uh, you know, help her feel comfortable. Uh, she never felt nervous as far as I know. So I'm just happy about it all. So um, appreciate it, my man. Yeah, thank you. And if you guys are watching on YouTube, you're listening on, you know, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you're at, Radio Public, we're all over. And I just found out you can actually ask Alexa to play the What's Up Omaha podcast by Small Guy Promotions, and she will find it on Apple Podcasts for you. Um, but like, subscribe, share, all that good stuff. Um, just help us grow. And, and that's what it's about. It's about growth in us, you know, helping one another in the community and, and spreading that positivity. And that's what it's all about. And as we end every episode, smile, help someone else smile, laugh, and help someone else laugh all day, every day. Thank you, Coach. You bet. <laughs> Go Monarchs. Go Monarchs. <laughs>